brought to you almost live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoking host, the good old boys. Suds, suds, it's time for more suds. Hey there, turn up that volume. It is time for another suds segment where good beer meets really bad radio. I am one of your hosts for today, good old gal Juliana. And with me today is good old boy Dave. I'm the dude. So that's what you call me, you know, uh, that or uh, his dudeness or uh, duder or, uh, you know, El Duderino, if you're not into the whole brevity thing. Okay, dude. Hi. <laughs> the dude. Do you have a job, okay. Mr. Lebowski? <laughs> <laughs> not Mr. Lebowski. Okay. <laughs> call me the dude. Yeah. Also joining us today is good old boy Caperton. Hi. I'm into, I'm into brevity, so I'm just saying hi. Cool. Hi. hi. Also joining us is good old boy Reverend Mark. Hi, I'm into brevity. <laughs> <laughs> and also joining us is good old boy Tim. I'm into longevity. We'll go Tim. Timmy! That's a boy. See what you did there. <laughs> You've been uh, waiting on that one. <laughs> yeah, waiting with bated breath. Well, today's episode is really special and near and dear to all of our hearts. It is a brewery takeover, which that part is normal and we do that a lot. But the brewery of choice today is Scratch Brewing Company, which is a farmhouse brewery located five miles from the Shawnee National Forest in Ava, Illinois. Named one of the top four breweries for Forge Beer by Outside Magazine and one of the most beautiful places to drink beer in the world by All About Beer Magazine, Scratch Brewing Company focuses on farmhouse beers and other styles brewed with homegrown and locally farmed and forged It's made ingredients. with bits of real panther, so you know it's good. Because <laughs> you know it's hard to get that panther. <laughs> Certain parts are harder than others. It's true. <laughs> So Not the fake panther. No. no. Oh, you can that's taste that fake panther taste. Oh, it's just processed. That's just it's rubbery. Gross. Yeah, that's yeah, gross. Not fooling anyone. Yeah. The brewery has an ever-rotating selection of styles enhanced by the innovative addition of local ingredients, such as nettle, elderberry, ginger, dandelion, maple sap, hickory, lavender, juniper, chanterelle, mushrooms, and, of course... My favorite mushroom now, the hen of the woods. There you go. And a partridge in a pear tree. Yeah. I'm sure the partridges come out for Christmas, for right? Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. So, Merica Josephson and Aaron Clyden are Scratch's owners and brewmasters, creating beer with a diverse array. And I, I cannot stress in the word diverse enough array of farmed and foraged ingredients that showcase the terroir of Southern Illinois. Well said. Thank you. <laughs> I do well at this sometimes. Chris Pierman and Adrian Kuntz, founders of River to River Farms in Ozark, Illinois, are the brewery's full-time farmers who tend to the hop production, the extensive garden, and some of the innovation inventions in their kitchen. The two bring to life different plants that sh are showcased in beers and on their menu, offering invaluable assistance in creating place-based beer and food located in the woods outside anyways that's just completely extraordinary and cool and i can't wait to get into it absolutely yes so we have several interesting beers from scratch today ah <laughs> uh, scratching on the record wiki, wiki, wiki. oh wow <laughs> and a few of us have even been there once, twice, 20, want to build a colony there. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of painful drinking all these scratch beers and not eating their pizza. Yeah. 
delicious, yeah. delicious pizza. Yeah. yeah. Caperton gonna... Wing is uh, in, uh, in under construction now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I believe it is. So I'm, I'm trying to get them to install a campground, actually. Yeah. yeah that would be fantastic. That would be absolutely awesome. So we're going to get into that in just a minute. But now we're going to have a brief word from our sponsor. Are you lonely? Have you tried meeting people who interest you, but you just can't find them? Have all the dating apps let you down? Maybe you need imaginary friend. It's the new social app that lets you avoid real relationships. No chance of being disappointed because it's all in your head. That's imaginary friend. Download it today. So I guess we're going to get to talking about today's lineup. Good old boy Caperton, do you mind doing the honors? Absolutely. So the Scratch Brewing beers we have for today's show are as follows. Keep up. There are, there are several. Spring Tonic, Mum, the Basil IPA, Single Tree Hickory. I think we have Hickory Single Tree. It's one or the other. I it's, think it's Single Tree Hickory. I think it's Single Tree yeah. Hickory. Thanks Bar- for calling me out, though. Yeah, That's yeah, cool. Sorry, sorry. Is, I'm going with what I got. Um, barrel-aged Hickory Stout. Hen of the Woods Wee Heavy. The Barrel-Aged Black Cherry Sour. And the Chanterelle Beer de Garde. Wow. Wee wee. Wee wee. I'm drooling. Thank you. So that's a mouthful. Good old boy, Reverend Mark. Since you haven't done this in a while, could you please do the honors? I like how she's using your your full title. Full name. But (laughs) good old boy, Reverend. But I have done this uh, more than a few times. I know, but it's been a bit. So would you please indulge us? A bit of a hiatus. In your best good old boy Mike voice. (laughs) Oh, Oh, boy, Mike. (laughs) Here he comes. All right. So, our Suds ratings are as follows. Number one, that really sucks. Give me anything but a bud. Number two, was that a belch? Number three, ah, what a relief. Number four, a body should really not make that sound. And number five, listen to that hang time. Give me another. You are so eloquent. Professional. And so unlike how Mike would do it, let's be real. That was was your worst little boy Mike voice. Terrible Mike. Awesome. (laughs) Exactly. I think for this show, though, number one should be your father smells of elderberries. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Yeah, and I, unfortunately, I none of us will have to use that rating today, I don't think. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. true. Yeah, yes. yeah, we're very lucky in not having to deal with that. I do think of that scene every time I hear the word elderberries. Yeah. It's hard not to. Oh, God, love the pythons. Okay, enough about that. Let's get to the beer. Go to Caperton. Let's start off with you. Oh, we're there. We are there. there. We have arrived. We have right. arrived. Okay. And yeah. ready for your first in your top three. Astound us. Thank you. So, um, really tough to choose just three beers from this lineup. No I doubt. mean, there were a lot of beers here. Now you know how I feel. Yeah, yeah, and it was and it was tough, but I I persevered. He and so on. so we're gonna go. I'm gonna say my my top choice of the lineup would be the single tree hickory, um, and I I gave that a rating of five. Boom! Right off the bat. Yeah, that was um. That was probably the, I think that was the first beer. It was at Shelton Brothers. That was my first exposure to Scratch uh, last year. And um, uh, good old boy Sean had been telling us for quite some time that we all needed to get up there. And uh, and he was right. But the single tree hickory still, st- and I was really delighted to give it a second round here. But uh, it's, the you know, the first thing that sort of jumps out at you is is that woody tannic 
sort of quality that the that the wood brings. And I think they used the nut, the leaves, the husk, and bark. Yeah, like every part of the tree. Right. Uh, so um, branches. Yeah, and I mean it's holes. just such a unique flavor that it just jumps right out at you. It's got a nice. Uh, a nice tart sourness to it, uh, definitely from their from their house uh, sour uh, uh, bugs, and um, maybe just a little hint of smoke. I felt like there. I mean, just a super complex beer, and uh, just outstanding. And uh, so that was my top choice. Uh, number two, uh, moving right along, would be the uh, barrel aged black cherry, which. Um, didn't have any cherries but it did have cherry bark and uh and it and i think the tartness of that beer i mean it was just beautifully balanced between the wood and the and the and the sourness um and uh again it it had that tannic woody quality you know from i guess the, but not so much the barrel Right, but more of the tree, probably. And, yeah, from the bark and uh, yeah, yeah. I was I was wondering the same thing. But it did have a yeah. little bit of yeah. a Venus quality. I mean, from the barrels, I guess the wine barrels that they aged it in. Yeah, uh, but a nice creamy tart sourness, and I gave that a five as well. I'm sensing a theme here. Yep, yep. Hand them out left and right. And really quickly, at the end of, uh, if I had to pick a third, I would go with the Chanterelle Beer to Guard. Um, and it was really surprisingly how well the mushroom, which did stand out, lent itself to that style. There was a little bit of honey malt or something going on there that really played well with that Chanterelle. And a nice earthy quality that sort of came through in the finish nice and dry. And I gave it a four. We'll be right back after this brief interlude. Rolling clouds and crashing surf Iridescent dunes reflecting By the light of a rising glowing moon Seashore mesmerizing Night breeze hypnotizing We've come across these back roads none too soon Look to the left, to the right Keep your eyes on the road, my darling Wondering if we're only passing through Open roads and open windows My hand is yours forever, sweet love Welcome back, everyone. We are doing a brewery takeover from Scratch Brewing Company. Thank you. <laughs> what the what? <laughs> I thought he was having a seizure for a minute. <laughs> like, what button do I hit for that? Like, sound effect, dude. Like, what the heck? <laughs> yeah, okay. So for those of you that are um, keeping record... The, the Hickory Single Tree Ale is a 5%. And like Good Boy Caperton said, it is brewed with all parts of the tree to include the leaves, the branches, the nuts, the hulls, and the bark. Could oh you my. taste the nuts? Oh, my. Yes. And smell them. <laughs> them, them, them nuts. Sweaty. I'm sure. Um, and it's very tar with a smoky incense-like aroma, which, yeah, ah, okay. that's, that's there. And then yeah, a slight hint yeah. of marshmallows. I'm not quite sure about the marshmallow part, but well, that's what they said anyways. The other two, the the Chanterelle Beer de Garde is 6.35%. I really like that efficiency there. Dude, specificity. Um, Yeah, which is a French-style farmhouse beer, which we all know and love, our Beer de Gardes, with uh, 50 pounds of forage Chanterelle mushrooms. Yeah, that's got a light, buttery funkiness and an apricot finish. I guess we'll discuss that in a second. Mm. And then the barrel-aged black cherry sour is 5.7%. And, of course, it's brewed with the wild cherry bark and no hops. Anyways, moving on. 
Thank you. Thank you, good old girl, Julie. Hey, keeping I'm me on the <laughs> keeping you honest, boss. There. Keeping yeah, you honest. Thank you. So next up, good old boy, Reverend Mark. Let's talk good about old your boy, top. Reverend Mark. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about your top picks. All right. Well, I am uh, aligned here in in a couple of places with Caperton so far. Um, my top pick is the Chanterelle Beardy Guard. Um, First, on a very superficial level, but important nonetheless, it was the most optically appealing to me. Yeah. And these yeah. days, I'm trying to keep my vision straight and clear. So, um, <laughs> what's the point, right? Unless there's something to look at. Small yeah. sips, buddy. Small sips. And uh, yeah, it was this clear amber, um, and just in 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 right in the middle of that the spectrum of what you're looking for uh, in terms of a beardy guard. That is, uh, you know. Uh, been hidden away. It's a hidden beer, and hopefully, as you hide them longer and longer, they clear out. Um, I I got a little bit of kind of a light Heath bar, but not not overly sweet, but just this this real kind of rich um, toffee uh, toffee type suggestion yeah. right at the first, yeah. and then it seemed to merge with kind of like a, a white raisin sweetness. Uh, but wow. again, it wasn't a sweet beer. Right. The, it finished really dry. It does. Never, it does. Uh, yeah. And 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 that's that is really what demarks for me. You know, a, a true beer de guard is that it really hits you sweet and then it finishes sour. Sure. Um, I, I I'm I'm curious though the the description of this particular beer from from scratch is that it's buttery and of course as a beer judge you'd say oh diacetyl <laughs> and so yeah. but it's not diacetyl. So right. I'm trying to figure out where they get the butter. I don't quite except that I did say Heath Bar, so maybe something yeah. in that. It is yeah. buttery though. Yeah, I yeah, think I but not it. in a diacetyl sense. I agree. Yeah. Like butter. No, in a true yeah. buttery. Can't sense. believe it's not butter. Can't believe it's yeah. There you go. There. <laughs> okay. So so uh, for but but I I didn't you know I, I got just a little bit of the mushroom. And, you know, some people might really ding it on that, but I, I think not. actually that's what makes it even better is <laughs> yeah. that it just, it's sort of on the edge. It's not too so, shroomy. Right, right, no, right. No. Yeah. If I want that, I just get a can of, you know, cream of mushroom soup. So There you go. Uh, so that one for me is a five. Absolutely a five. Nice. Boom. What you got next? Okay. The next one is uh, the Hen of the Woods Wee Wee Heavy. I mean, we the Wee Heavy. Wee Wee. Terroir, beard de gun, Wee Wee. It was a, a, a beautiful ruby color, kind of like the cranberry juice they served me just recently on Southwest Airlines. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Along with a small plastic bottle. <laughs> Uh, but seriously, folks, uh, it it was uh, certainly m made it look like it. Yeah, this is a, a, a Scottish type ale. I think it had the most woodsy impact on on my palate. Like right mm. at the first sip, it was just kind of this, you know, unadulterated, just a, kind of a woodsy. They use the word terroir, terroir. And at first, I thought you said terrier. I thought mm. that's not so good, but but terroir. Tasty uh, small dog. <laughs> Uh, so, and for me, at least I, f I found like there was a sense of like dry bark that was being rehydrated on your palate and that not in a bad way, not right. in a bad way. Right. Right. It's like when you're sucking on tree bark yeah. and you really like it. Like not, yeah. After, after you get 10 minutes in, you know, the yeah, flavor is dulled like, oh, a little, yeah, but it's yeah. still there in the yeah. back of your mouth. Uh -huh. and, yeah. Mm, bark. Uh, but all things said and done, I would give... Hint of the Woods, we have a four. And then my third and last, uh, and all of these beers really rated pretty well, but this is my third, would be the Hickory uh, Single Tree Ale. Mm. Um, it uh, was a very mild sour that I really kind of like, at least this time of the day. Uh, it it kind of, though, had sort of a, a resin-like sting uh, just a little bit in the back of the throat, not severe. Um, I, but I, 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 I don't get the marshmallow. Okay. So I'm still looking <laughs> yeah. for the marshmallow there. All right. Um, maybe a little bit of a burnt, uh, taste in there, but not really. Um, for me, at least I said that this one would be a less is more type beer, meaning that I would really enjoy this 
um, like a, a, a five or six ounce pour, uh, kind of as an aperitif. But I, I still, I liked it a lot. Gotcha. Yeah. Great flavor. Yeah. And what'd you rate this? I rate that a four. Uh, uh. Cool. Moving on. Good old boy, Tim. Timmy! <laughs> Timmy. Uh, well, I'll, I'll pick up where good old boy Reverend Mark left off in the uh, single tree hickory or hickory single tree, depending. And um, I, in the nose, I get kind of like an acetic um, quality. And I, I get a little in the flavor too, but. And I really don't always enjoy that in sour beer, but um, it's just enough that it's not overpowering and it's it's pretty tasty. And yeah, the incense aroma that they talk about couldn't be more more spot on. It is kind of like drinking mm-hmm. incense, which I've never done, didn't think possible, but <laughs> pretty good yes. in the best way imaginable. <laughs> but if you could, it would be a lot like this. If you could, yeah. and it was enjoyable, yes. yeah. and you got a buzz, yeah. preferably not yeah. on fire. Yes. Yeah, um, and. I, it, it, I don't know. It's just a, like a lot of scratch beers. It's it, they're really just hard to describe because sometimes they sound like they don't work if you just use you know just use like six parts of the hickory tree and you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> so it's crazy, but it tastes like drinking a tree again yeah. in like yeah. the best way possible. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. So hopefully this tree one day finds a match and is not single anymore. But um, <laughs> oh. we'll see. Oh. Hopeless romance. <laughs> That's me. Um, so this, the Hickory Single Tree, I gave it a rating of four. And so the second beer in my top five would be the uh, the Barrel Aged Black Cherry. Um, another tree beer, which we've had a couple from them. And it's just um, like Caberton, I think, was talking about, you get this wood taste and at first I think it's kind of from the tree more than the barrel but it's also kind of hard to tell um, and just has this nice woody nose it has a cherry flavor uh, without having cherries in it but also the name black cherry kind of puts that idea in your head so who knows about that maybe the maybe the sourness as well. yeah I think so you're right yeah, yeah the yeah, I do like drops the, uh, at home yeah definitely definitely well so. plus you know like when you're smoking something with cherry wood you do get some of that yeah, there is some of the yeah. fruit flavor in the wood, sure. so I'm sure you're yeah. eating something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely something like that. And uh, you know, five point seven percent. I think it's great. It's not boozy or anything, but I also feel like this beer would age really well, like just letting the flavors chill out. But that's not to say it's not balanced already. Um, and so, for all those reasons, uh, I gave it a four. It's nice. A lot of fives and fours today yeah. so far. Not bad. Keep keep it up, Scratch. And uh, so the last beer that I wanted to talk about, which no one has yet, is their Spring Tonic, which uh, is a 4.5% beer. And so this was brewed with a bunch of stuff they just took out of the garden. Uh, dandelion, carrot tops, clover, and ginger. Sounds like someone wants to get funky. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is quite funky. So they say, they describe it as having a lemonade-like tartness and a light ginger finish, and those are probably the two biggest things I took away from the beer. Um, Couldn't have said it better, so I really won't. I mean, it's just acidic. It is very Um, Mm ginger-forward. The reason I like this beer so much, it's like the full picture for me. Um, It's called Spring Tonic, and so it just already evokes images of springtime and blooming and wonderful weather and being outside yeah mm-hmm. and then this mm-hmm. beer does nothing but tell you to go outside and enjoy yeah, it's it very bright yeah it's I mean, it's, so yeah. bright yeah. lemony yeah. just delicious refreshing i don't know it's yeah. awesome yeah I freaking it makes it. you feel alive drinking it, does. it you know it does. like springtime you know? i actually thought and i don't mean this in a bad way either uh to emulsify it with a little olive oil and use it for a salad dressing <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I, mean, I mean seriously it would sure. a little bit of parmesan That's you funny. Know. <laughs> I, I thought of actually filling one of those yeah. camelbacks with it and going on <laughs> <laughs> I, I was thinking if, i was yeah. wondering if they made yeah. magnums of it yeah, yeah. Could put uh put it in one of those little things on a saint bernard you know right. like when they go and uh, rescue uh hikers in the mountains you know, <laughs> to re- but it's hot so yeah not really a beer right 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 groot groot yeah and some of these yeah anyway they go heavy they go heavy groot 
yeah. you know it's scratch. Yeah, so that's, yeah. But that's yeah. cool. Absolutely. That's why I was we were talking before about I, I just like that you know like kind of I don't know if it's deconstruct or don't even listen to the labels of things yeah. and like. Yeah. You know why? I don't know why everyone has to put hops in every beer. Yeah. I like hoppy beers, but at the same time, you know it's a very rigid guideline in there. The operating. back of your mind, Reinheitsgebot. <laughs> always, always the Germans. They, uh, you know, it's a, the papers. It's a big world. And there's uh, there's lots of lots of great flavors out there other than hop. There know. are more than four ingredients in this beer. It's <laughs> fine, hut. So, what did you rate? Your spring, spring tonic. tonic. I'm giving this love a five. It just it makes me happy, and isn't that why you drink beer? Yep. So pretty totally. much. What else? Pretty can much. I makes I me feel good to too. If yeah. I drink enough, yeah. <laughs> it makes me happy and makes me feel good. Pushes down the sadness. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's one in the same, right? <laughs> Give it enough time, it makes me a little sleepy. Yes. <laughs> Even better. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Happy, sleepy. So one thing I have to say about these beers is that there isn't any one that tastes like the other. You know, right. they're all yeah, just right. great point. They're all extraordinary on their own and so diverse. So the a, common thread is they're amazing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and yeah. also the common thread is that there's there's such ingenuity with these. You know, oh, because yeah. there's a lot of ingredients that I would not have thought was possible in making a beer and they're doing it and they're doing it so stunningly well so for anyone out there listening that wants to really know what to think outside the box in terms of brewing is this this brewery is certainly doing that tell you what when civilization finally does break down Scratch Brewing is the kind of place you want to be. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. They, they they're off the grid already. Yeah. They're yeah. off the grid, yeah. and they don't yeah. rely on... Uh, I mean, the know. place literally looks like it grew out of the ground. You yep. Know? Yep. Yeah. yeah. It's sort of, that's kind of what makes rating the beers difficult as well, because you don't know what to expect. You almost don't have expectations. Sure. Yeah, sure. And you, what are you comparing it to? Eating herbs? Sure. Cooking with herbs de Provence? Like, yeah. I don't know. Right. And I, I think, and Scratch does just, you know, it's in, it's in continuity with the Belgian tradition of the farmhouse ale. I mean, so, yeah, you know, definitely. I mean, when we talk about Renheimskabut, that has its place in history, obviously. It was the first Western sort of a consumer protection law, yeah. you know, so it served a really solid purpose. But this is really connecting with, you know, the, the, the way Belgian beers were brewed until hops really became part, you know, of... Uh, you know, of their reservoir of, of, um, ingredients. So, you know, so I don't think this is a new invention. It's just reestablishing the farmhouse. Yeah. And the Saison nature of brewing with what you have. Yes. What you grow, what's in the field. Yeah. Yeah, What's. Yeah. This is, this is truly what all of our ancestors were doing way before it was cool to be doing this sort of thing. So. Yeah. Right before they were thrown in jail. Yeah. Hipsters before (laughs) hipsters existed. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Could be worse. Could be worse. So that brings me to my first beer. Now, granted, I have only been to Scratch once in my life, but I will remedy that soon. Believe me. Had a girl. It was. <laughs> I, I mean, it was such an incredible experience because it is like no other place. First of all, to get there is like no other drive to any other brewery that I've been to. I mean, you're really going deep into the woods, so to speak, yeah. to find this place yeah. on a road that may or may not have really existed you know what i mean 40 or 45 minutes from the interstate yeah exactly yeah Yeah. so certainly this is a little different than you know your average brewery but then then i found this beer and this was the first one and i you know really I, i was with well, the first was, one of that was, flight. Yeah. This was, this was the first. Yeah, first love. Yeah. Go ahead and say it. You know, no, I'm no, right no, here, no, 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 no. Bob is still my first love. Let's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> be, be real. <laughs> that was a burn. You know what? I'm going to give you one yeah, of those. That was, that was a good one. <laughs> no, Mr. Sylvester will always be near and dear to my heart. But this hen of the woods completely blindsided me. Yeah. 
It really did. First of all, when I heard about this mushroom and how it kind of tastes like a chicken, I was thinking, okay, there's just something really bizarre. Yeah, what the heck? And then I took a whiff. Of, well, first of all, the color really blew me away because it was not what I expected. But yes, it's very wee heavy in yeah, color. Yeah. And then I, I, I took a sniff and it just transported me to like another country. I mean, really, I know this sounds cheesy, but you know, they've always said there's going to be that one beer that's really going to kind of like blow your conception of what beer is. And this has done this for me. Just the smell made you smile, didn't it? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Caperton was with me, and so was good old boy Dave. And, um, yeah, I, I, I think I... I don't even know. I had a moment times like 50. I think people were looking at me oddly, but the aroma on itself is just, it's savory and it's sweet. And I was like trying to recollect. It was like something from my youth that it reminded me of. And then I took that first sip and different from what I was smelling, but still so incredible. I mean, it's like having peanut brittle mixed with a wee heavy and then <laughs> you're tasting like barky earthiness and then there's like as this is warmed up i'm tasting like a little bit of coconut too yeah and i'm here i've i've noticed in my research that it comes from that particular mushroom and that mushroom itself if anyone wants to look at a picture of a hen of the woods mushroom <laughs> okay that is a ruffled extravagance of its own that, right. that grows on the tree so right. I I would never have thought to have that brewed in a beer or yeah, make a beer no, with that. No, but no, it's just completely no. blown me away. Yeah. This I, is I get a little piney a, a little bit of peaty brininess in this too. Mm. Just a it's there's a, strange, a little savory very yeah, savory. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's just really extraordinary and God as it lingers on the tongue, it's just there's all these new flavors that keep popping up as it warms up. And to me, this is what brewing really good beer is about, is is just making something totally phenomenal. And anyways, this is a five for me, a definite five. Yeah, I, I know. I, I feel like I need a minute before I start talking about my next beer. So we're going to take a brief interlude. It's not just the destination. But baby, the whole elation Riding down this lover's avenue As slow as a willow blows Or as fast as the whirlwind grows We glide beneath the stars in cobalt blue Look to the left, to the right Keep your eyes on the road, my darling Wondering if we're only passing through Open roads and open windows My hand is yours forever, sweet love Our eyes ahead on these back roads with a view Hey, welcome back, everyone. We are still discussing our brewery takeover of Scratch Brewing Company. And I know. You know, I mean, you would people think. generally don't make me regret <laughs> <laughs> dropping in a sound. <laughs> That's the last time I can play that one. Last time. I, ha I have a great power. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. He's, he's, he's got that power. Of I do love playing I make this, people regret it. <laughs> Wow. Okay. So we were talking about my top three-ish picks and... Um, the whole three-ish. When she adds ish to something, <laughs> we're done. Ten. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's just, it's Good so Good boy tough. Dave will not be giving his top three today. <laughs> I'm moving on to the next ish. Ish. Yeah. Ish. The next ish is the, um, is the black cherry sour, which is absolutely stunning i can't say i don't think i could say any more than what everyone else has said about this barrel aged black cherry um except that it is only 5.7 percent i'm really enjoying the fact that a lot of these beers are not outrageously high in abv and then on top of that the fact that these are some hopless beers 
that's another thing I just wanted to reiterate is that, you know, everyone thinks that you got to have hops in every beer of every, you know, even English style beers got to have some degree of hoppiness in it. But I'm cool with not having hops. This is such a refreshing um, tasting today because you're not having to, you know, think about what hop aroma, what hop profile you got going on. But yeah, these are these are so satisfying on their own that they don't need to have hops. Yeah, well, to be even more satisfying. You know what I mean? Caperton, uh, just changing the quick subject, didn't he brought me back when you guys went the wet hop IPA? This yeah. isn't to say that they don't like or use hops because they right. grow them as yeah, well. They they grow hop hops, yeah, they have hop vines out there, and that beer was crazy too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it was crazy, but in a completely different way right. because. For them not using hops in all of their beers, that one was done so special that, I mean, we've all had wet hop beers before. Yeah, we, right. we know what they're yeah. like. Yeah. And this didn't taste anything like that. <laughs> well, I think it's, yeah. it's, it's part of nice. using hops in the context of it's an, an ingredient. It's that another can, you know, It's thing just one of many things that you can use. Sure. Uh, plants point, yeah. that you can use to enhance or um, build a flavor profile in a beer. It's not the only one. Yeah. Right. yeah and it and it made true. that beer so unique and so special that, I, you know, for people that love wet hopped IPAs, you haven't really had one until you've tried this one. It's extraordinary. Anyways, um, that's what I'm not here to talk about. That's the ish. There's the ish. Yeah, that's yes. one of the ish. That's <laughs> one of the ishes. Yeah, well, you know, you got to do that. Very so ishy. my barrel-aged black cherry... Uh, sour, I rated that a five. Then the other one in my top three-ish is the spring tonic, and that's another one. Guys, I'm a girl. I'm allowed to change my mind or add. So the spring tonic to me was everything that Tim said and more. I mean, this really isn't a beer to me. I mean, this is almost like a cocktail. It's yeah. it's hmm. so explosive. Like a tonic. Yeah. Well, there there it is. <laughs> yeah. It's a tonic. Yeah. 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 Cares what ails you. Mm-hmm. It's so explosive in flavor and so many flavors, and it all blends so well. And that ginger has got to be the most delicate ginger ending I've ever had in a beer. Yeah. If that makes any sense. It can really be punchy, you know. Right. Harsh. Ginger ending. Sure, but even the aroma on it is not eggs. overwhelmingly ginger. And that crispness that you get, which you normally get with ginger, just kind of helps this like lemonadey gingerness kind of explode yeah. in your tongue. Ginger lemonade. lemonade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just and again, it's so different because it's so unlike anything else. But yeah, they've done really well with this. This one's a five. Mm. And I'm just going to say one more quick thing before good old boy <laughs> Dave takes it. Okay, the Chanterelle, as that puppy has warmed up, mm-hmm. that beer yeah. de Gardness has yeah. just blossomed into the most beautiful thing ever. Yes. Okay. It didn't make my top three-ish, but... Okay. What did? If I you could, might reconsider. Well, you did actually. It's not, it sounds it, like it did. It is the ish in your top three. Yeah, years. and that's an extraordinary beer. Yeah, extraordinary. And, what did you rate that one? Um, a five. All <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, I'm done. You I'm know done. there are other numbers, right? No, <laughs> not today. <laughs> okay. Well, um. You guys have all covered my top three, but I'll just go through them pretty quickly. So my my favorite beer of the flight was the Spring Tonic, and and like Juliana said, and I think she stole this from me, uh, is it was more like a cocktail than a beer to me. It was there was so much herbaceousness, um, and the ginger is just the ginger and the lemon work so well together to really just punch up the flavor and make it so springtime i mean it is like springtime in a bottle um and uh and i just really enjoyed that beer a lot so i gave it a five springtime that was a bottle. that's right I, mean, I, think, I think that's supposed to be a cleaner you know we we've used the word grew it and i think that that applies especially well to to the to the hickory single in that it's a restorative 
You know, I mean, mm-hmm. gruits were, you know, medicinal, at yeah. least uh, in it, in the original intent. And I, I kind of find that with this. It just seems to be a really good I think you could retort. say that about several of the beers in this flight, that they're, yeah. the they, they, they definitely fall in line with the the definition of a gruit. Um but also, like you say, they, they have the medicinal qualities of, of adding in herbs that people would, you know, maybe not have another way to really ingest effectively. So yeah. I think th- um, yeah. this would be another reason that if, when the zombie apocalypse happens, I'm going to Southern Illinois. It, it hasn't? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> not yet. Not it quite. seems that way. <laughs> we, we, don't the, we don't have the we don't have we don't have the lamestream media. On yeah. There, so. So, <laughs> it could have uh, all ended. It, in it, the it might be. Yeah. Yes, it might be over. That's true. <laughs> What's that outside? No. Um, second beer uh, was the Hen of the Woods. We heavy. Uh, straight up peanut brittle for me, with just a little bit of savory like you know i don't totally get chicken like you know they say hen of the woods tastes like chicken but um smells like fish no just kidding um but uh this beer has this nutty toffee kind of just you know uh almost roasty quality to it that i you all right yeah okay yeah okay somebody else needs a swing arm mic (laughs) So, um, uh, but no, this beer was definitely, uh, it's, it was a game changer. And I, yeah. I, I kept saying that when we were at scratch trying it and, and when we had it fresh on tap, it was actually even better than it is think, in the growler. I think everyone's first beer at scratch is like a game changer. Just like, <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. whatever yeah. your first beer is with yeah, these guys. What is this? And like, I, you know, okay, and, I got to recap. And I've, I've had scratch beers before, but. None of them, and, and they were all like, "Holy crap! Yeah, what right. are you doing? Yeah. You know, you're you're dropping whole trees into a <laughs> yeah, work, yeah. you know." And oh, you guys a, had them at GABF. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah, it was yeah. you know the right. maple and Shelton. And the, yeah, yeah. So, it, but it's like every time you think they've, you know, you've figured them out. They're yeah, like, yeah. no, no, we yeah, went a little yeah. deeper into the woods. And <laughs> we're still this, foraging. We found we're this other done. stuff, yeah, you know. Yeah, we're not done. And that's the exciting part about it is when you look at their website and you see all the beers they've already done and you think about all the beers that they're going to do and how big the woods how big the woods are, you know. How many the creatures that, there are. Yeah. yeah. You, know, you, know, you haven't even gotten to yeah, the, black, the Black Knight. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> you know, when the, when the chipmunk beer comes out and the, flesh and the groundhog and, you know. Once they start sticking real animals in beers, that's when, you know, it's going to get real. Yeah. But uh, they're, they're just, they're, they're utilizing their surroundings in a way that most people just don't, you know, and it's. And it's in such a skilled and methodical way that it, it really, it really makes it even that much more impressive. But the hint of the woods, I gave it a five. Yeah. So the first beer that um, I'm that I have that it was in my top three that none of you talked about was the mum, which that was a sour. I thought we weren't supposed to talk about it. Mum's the word. That's a pretty good one. That's a pretty good one. Yeah, I feel like if I said that, I would have gotten the buzzer, but good old boy Reverend Mark says it. He gets it, the, no, he gets he the, gets the right, okay. yeah, He gets the good. crowd well, applauding. Because he's Rev- he's good old boy Reverend Mark. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. I'm Timmy. Yeah. <laughs> this beer to me, though, was just, it, it had such an interesting depth to the flavor. Um, There was, it was like, uh, you know, sour up front, but then there's a sweetness that finished. And um, I could taste, you know, parts of the barrel and just all the all the different things they were putting in there. Um, so I really just, uh, it, it it's almost going to make me sneeze. I'm so emotional about it. I so. thought you were going to cry there. Well, <laughs> crying, sneezing, stuff comes out of either way. Guys, yeah. it's, just, it's just a sneeze. You're squirting liquid out one way or the other. Okay. <laughs> okay. Fun. But uh, but this mom, <laughs> I, I think, was a really, really solid beer, and I gave it a four. Yeah, I got, that's the one I, like Reverend Mark was saying, you know, medicinal. I got those sorts of qualities from that one in a, not a, not, not an a off flavor way, way right, at all. Right. No, but in it, yeah, it reminds you like an herbal tincture. There is like a, that. 
like yeah it's like sour and then kind of sweet and there's this kind of herbal finish that yeah exactly and get. i couldn't really pick any herbs out right i mean yeah. i couldn't like no. it didn't taste, taste, it didn't was taste the like licorice yeah or, you know it just it some just lemon kind of, maybe and you know just yeah. a couple of different yeah. things but yeah. and a little oak the way they blended them was just really really good and I think it's it's deceptively low in alcohol. I mean, you know, it's it's like less than five percent. So yeah, like four point seven yeah. or something. So, so there were a couple of beers that we didn't talk about already. Um, we tasted eight today. We've talked about six. Um, I took off my shoes to make sure I counted right. And uh, one of them was the uh, the hickory stout, barrel aged stout. I what wanted did, yeah. to include that. Yeah. yeah. What did you think about it? Well, it was, again, one of those just kind of a jaw dropper, you know, the wood, the sort of that tannic. And it's, you know, I guess I should say when we when I say wood, it's not like the barrel. Right. No. It's not no, like not a barrel at all. At Very all. different. Yeah. No, it's and, the hickory. Wood. And, and I mean, it's it like is, what yeah. you would imagine sort of like that, that kind of pulpy soft stuff, you know, underneath yeah, the bark under it, sort yeah. of. Yeah. I don't know that I've ever taking a bite out of a tree so i can't really <laughs> say and you but don't it's need to. such a it's uh, such a but tree that, biter, right? but yeah the so and again much like the other barrel aged beer that we had which was the black cherry i think i'm interested to see how that beer does with a little time on it on the shelf yeah mm-hmm. you know i think Definitely. it'll age really well this one to me was more viscous than the other and more creamy yeah yeah, you know, yeah, so yeah, I kind of yeah. like the yeah. mouthfeel yeah. on this one a lot. It it actually uh, felt great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. And it got it got a lot sweeter too as it warmed up. Yeah, which I, I thought was yeah. really interesting. It, exactly. Yeah, and it's almost like there's like a hickory syrup. I mean, I know it's not syrupy, but right. it, it reminds me of you know hickory smoke foods, but in a maple syrupy kind of way. If that makes any sense. I, I just, oh, yeah. yeah, it just... Like some if, hickory smoked bacon that gets a little syrup from the pancakes on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that, the best yeah. Yeah, there. That, yeah. oh. I think one of the things oh, about this beer that maybe why it didn't make it into anybody's top three, and, and, and all the beers are outstanding, but, you know, and some of the naming conventions, like when you talk about a style, I mean, this one was dark like a stout, but... I don't know. It, it 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 there are certain components of a stout the sure. way you normally think about it. It wasn't are, super that, roasty. Right. right, right. So it was it, it was roasty. There was a little there. There was a little yeah, bit, a little but bit. then like it was, you know, it had a little sweetness it like wasn't, you would expect. It but, wasn't sweet yeah, like yeah. a milk stout though. Yeah, so then exactly. it, and it wasn't really dry like a dry stout. And it you know, so, and it wasn't, you know, the mouthfeel was really great, but it wasn't creamy like an oatmeal stout. So when you think about all these different types of stouts, it didn't really match up to any one of those kinds. So when you have it in your mind right. that um, it is like, an, a, you know, it's what it's supposed to be, it doesn't really match up to that. But when you think about the beer by itself, then, you know, that's it's still a good beer. Great the basil beer, IPA yeah. was yeah. like that. Well, yeah. yeah. So I was going to say, I think for this one, most of us probably gave this one, what, a three? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I don't yeah. think I had anything the hickory. below a three. Yeah. Yeah. I, I gave it that one a four. Oh, cool. Oh, I gave, yeah, the hickory, I gave a four. Oh, well, sure. let me hold yeah. on. Let yeah. me pull Let's back. burp a little longer. Yeah. Let me pull that three back and we'll add one to it. Yeah. yeah. So that, but that leads us into the basil IPA, though. Mm-hmm. The oh. basil IPA is another 4.7%. And, um, this one uses lemon basil, sweet basil, and holy basil. From their gardens, yes, as well as some bee, I mean, some honey from Royal Bee in Steelville, Illinois. Wow. Yeah. And I didn't realize the honeyness in it until after it warmed up. But anyway, some quick thoughts. Just think that there's no hops that we can detect in it. And I think that kind of put everybody off a little bit that you get the great flavor from the basil, but there's no real hoppiness. I think they should have yeah. called it a basil saison. Yeah. I yeah. think or, we would have yeah, all loved Belgian it. basil. Basil yeah. I mean, table beer or something. Yeah. You know? I mean, not yeah. even a basil pail because I'm expecting right. more than right. what it delivered. But it's it, in a brown bottle. Yeah. you know, but, Basil, huh? And I'm not sure there's hops in this. But I think mm-hmm. we probably gave all, all gave this one a three because it is a good beer. Yeah. It yes. is a great it beer. It is. Yeah. Can I have another? <laughs> 
Well, any last thoughts about Scratch besides... <sighs> Try the pizza. When are we... Oh, oh the food. Yeah, we, another episode could be the food. Go for yeah. the beer, stay yeah. for the food. Mm, yeah. Do they deliver? that'd be a heck of a charge yeah Yeah. (laughs) gosh that would but uh, pizza is definitely where it's at well great stuff everyone and that's going to wrap it up for today's Sudge episode we hope you enjoyed this episode and you can catch all of our episodes online as well as on SoundCloud, TuneIn, Stitcher YouTube, Google Play PRX and Spreaker our native media host iTunes, Google Play, and our own Android app are the easiest ways to enjoy the show on your phone. Just search for Sip Sud Smokes on iTunes or in the Google Play Store. We love your feedback, especially when it's positive, and you can reach us online at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Our daily tasting notes continue to flow out on Twitter and Instagram every day, every single day, at sipsudsmoke.com. And our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. And so, if you will, please, please, please take time to rate this episode if you're listening online. Five stars. Yes, five stars. Five stars. Five stars. (laughs) I want to thank all of our hosts for joining us today. Good old boy, Dave. Yes. I didn't have puke breath. I'd kiss you. (laughs) Ever the romantic. Good old boy, Caperton. It's been fun. See you guys next time. Good old boy, Reverend Mark. Always good to be here. And good old boy, Tim. Hey, everybody. Keep on scratching. (laughs) This is good old gal, Juliana. (laughs) (laughs) Keep on chuggling, everyone, and we'll see you next time. been a one tan hand production of sip suds and smokes a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life from the dude in the basement studios your host the good old boys will see you all next time <laughs> <laughs>